Welcome back to The Neighbors Upstairs. I'm Jack Moody, and this is episode 80. Joining us once more is Brandon, host of the Space Cloud podcast. We've got a lot to get through today, so let's start the show. What do you get when you throw a pandemic into an advanced society? The birthing of a pointless podcast. We are The Neighbors Upstairs. Brandon, welcome back to the show. I feel like this is just a regular occurrence at this point. I mean, you might as well just, you know, admit it. You really like being here. There's nothing to uh, be ashamed of by just admitting it. What do you say, Brandon? Are you going to admit it? Do you love being here? Do you like being a neighbor? I, uh, I don't know <laughs> if I can admit that. I don't know if I can admit that. Just do I it. Enjoy your show. I it. enjoy being here. I feel so good uh, when you just admit things. Like the tr- let the truth just let the truth set you, you can't free. handle the truth. Well, let the truth set you free. Listen, I got one of your shirts, your sweatshirts. Okay. Yeah. And I was telling you about this. And that fucking weird. I mean, I'm not wearing it. I would have. I I planned to like wear it, but we were re- gonna record yesterday, and then we recorded the day later. So I wore it like at the the fire pit and it burned up yeah. oh shit yeah wow not really no not really okay. not really it just i was got, gonna say it, brandon it, brandon like you you made me feel great because you actually bought a hoodie or it was it a hoodie or just a sweater it was a hoodie you bought a, a you bought a hoodie and you sent me a picture of you wearing the neighbors upstairs hoodie and i just i got so happy man like someone is rocking the logo the neighbors upstairs logo that's wild that's really wild. That's why I just I just know that you you, you love this, man. This is it's, your it's, family. Your family. Just put your hand out, man. Touch my hand on the on the camera. We're, we're fucking family. Oh, oh my god. god. My hand is huge. <laughs> Jesus. My yeah, hand's so, not huge, but it's huge in this proportion. Well, you know what they say like uh people have big hands. You know what they say about those people, right? You know what like, the what that means? Big hands, big uh, fingers. Yeah. I was going to say gloves, <laughs> big gloves. Big gloves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait. Big gloves. Big fingers, too, I guess. Big I mean. glove, big love. Well, isn't it no glove, no love? Yeah. But also, yeah, big glove, big, big love. That actually love. makes sense. If you're wearing a big, a big love, a big glove, you are most likely providing big love, I think. Probably, yeah. Depending who you're with, because sometimes I've they can't seen, handle all that big love. I've never seen Shaq wear gloves, and he gives big gloves. So. <laughs> so, Brandon, talk to me about, I don't know, like what's been going on with you? How uh, are you? What's what's happening? Yeah, right. So getting back to it, uh, your sweater burned up because I hate you. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wore it around the fire pit, and it got, uh, you know, with, where there's fire, there's smoke. The sweater didn't light up in flames, but the smoke got into the clothing, and so it's covered in smoke, and so I wouldn't have had a problem wearing it today, but it's covered in smoke, so I had to put it in the wash. So that's okay. where it is. All right, so it's not too late. It's it's a salvageable situation. All you got to do is just wash it up, and you're good to go. You can put that puppy back on and uh, rep this crazy logo. Yeah, it's a good logo. I like the logo a lot. 
I never know. I never know if people actually enjoy the logo. I think it's a weird logo. I feel like it, it represents a, a lot. Logo. I think it represents a lot of what the show is about, which is to say uh, really nothing. <laughs> but like everything. Literally it's about. F- it's fictitious. It's, well, nothing is everything and everything is nothing. That's just what it is. Yeah. I think it's a cool logo because like if you look at our our logo, it's like our Space Cloud logo is like our. We're in the logo. Okay. We're in the logo. And of all the shirts with logos that I have, if I have like band shirts and, and shit, like there's not many that have faces in them. That's you know? true. That's true. I feel like the logos that have faces on them are probably like the worst logos, like, or even yes. like animals in them. <laughs> like for example, the Jacksonville Jaguars, their logo is the actual Jaguar. Yeah. I f- I, and no offense. I just, I hate that logo. It, it's yeah. like I wouldn't want to wear that on my on my shirt. Yeah, which is a hundred percent why uh, I need a new logo for Space Cloud that doesn't have faces in it. I just feel like there's so much potential for what a logo could be for the Space Cloud podcast. I feel like there's just so much creativity that it's just the space and cloud. And what is Space Cloud? I feel like Space Cloud is also just about everything. And nothing all at the same exact time just rolled into a ball of goodness. It's rolled into a ball of uh, goodness that hasn't occurred in, I think it's coming in on like three weeks since the last episode, three weeks, four weeks. Yeah. What's going on, dude? Why aren't you, why aren't you guys recording more? Well, because originally we started, we're going back to roots, to the roots. Yeah, yeah. Be specific. We're going, we started as like segmented and then I lost control. Space Cloud, (laughs) Space Cloud consumed everyone in it. Okay. There was like four guys and then we had recurring people and it was all like nobody was communicating properly with each other. Well, it's a lot. It's a lot, especially when you have so many people kind of doing this this thing, this podcasting thing. Yeah. There's a lot of coordinating that's, that's involved Four yeah. people. That's that mean, dude, that's crazy. It's hard it's... enough with like one person, but you got now four people to do that with. That's a recipe for disaster. I feel. Yeah. And I didn't want to be like, you know, when you're like with your buddies and they're your friends, like you're like their manager, like their annoying ass friend. That's like, Hey guys, you know, we're on the, we're on a time clock here. Yeah. Yeah. I started to be too like Nazi-ish. Annoying as shit. Yeah. We're kind of like dictator, like Nazi, like a little bit Hitlery. De- like, oh. Dear God, man, what the fuck? Yeah. I just got so like holy shit, what a comparison. I mean, it's a strong comparison, Brad. It's a very strong comparison. I mean, Hitler killed a lot of people. You're not saying I don't mean like I mean like like in a vicious dictator like I am going to kill you if did you you have like a little stash when you were talking Uh, with them? Yeah, I did have a little bit of a stash, and it was not a good one. Uh, Well, I mean, the Hitler stash was just in general not a good one. No, it was not. It was a pretty terrible one. I don't know how how worse it can really get (laughs) from there. The bar is already so low. Bar is low. You haven't seen me with a mustache. Whoa. No, but Space Cloud, it consumed everyone is what happened. And I 
was the last one to really become aware of just what it had become. It's just, and so I was kind of still asking things from everyone when they were like so jaded of like just all the coordinating and all the shit we had to do and just our momentum became so much that it just ate us alive. You know what I mean? Like I do. I do. I mean, I wasn't the, uh, the sole host of the neighbors upstairs. It was, it was me and, um, and righty. And uh, I guess righty still hasn't picked a new name because he hasn't been here, but I actually spoke to him a couple of days ago and he's probably going to make an appearance very soon, but that's kind of what happened. It's not that easy to coordinate a podcast when life is going on, especially when a podcast isn't paying you really anything. You're, yeah. doing this for, you're doing this for fun. I mean, you're trying to live your life and, and I guess support yourself and maybe support your loved ones. And if you're doing things that are taking from that and podcasting is in the beginning, that's what it is. It's taking away from you being present for, for the people in your life. I mean, it's like, what am I doing? This is kind of ridiculous. This, it doesn't make any sense. If it's not yeah. serving it, if it's not serving you in any capacity, like you get no pleasure from it, it's you're not getting paid or whatever you're trying to get from it. If it's not actually serving it's, its purpose, it's not doing that. Like, yeah, there's no reason for you to do it. And really you can take this further to really anything that you do. If it's not serving the purpose that you thought it'd be serving, you should probably reevaluate and maybe not do that action. Yeah, that's what I feel I did, but I was the last to do that. And so there was, it ended up that everyone else kind of like uh, dipped. Yeah. And it got so much pressure on me that I felt that I felt like I was sacrificing so much and it was unfair that no one else was doing that. And then, so I was grilling well, you guys, everyone. Well, why did you guys start in the first place? Was it because of the, just the idea of a podcast or was it to maybe reconnect with, with each other? What was uh, the reason for yeah, the show? It was like, what was well, the mission? What was the mission? Like why even, why even start it? I used to have a podcast with a, I started a podcast in college with one of my classmates and then uh, he was very lazy once like the year ended and he, even though it's, it's so easy, like we're doing right now in different countries even and doing this. He just, I don't know, wasn't willing to, or just, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to slander him. I don't care. He ended up being a dick bag. All right. So here we justified. go. Here we go, guys. We're about to get some, uh, what do they say? Uh, Brandon's about to spill the, 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 the tea. The or, tea? Or is yeah. it the bag of milk? Spill the bag of milk. <laughs> Canadian style. <laughs> now, he was dumb. He's dumb. Okay. He's really dumb. Like, he's not. There's We're not, all dumb. But he, he, like you're saying, he dumb, was, but you're saying he like, was like another layer of dumb. Yeah, he was like he just had nothing of real. Even when we did like the podcast, I would just be like, I would be like, like counting us in. Okay, so I would be like focusing on other shit, and I would point to him to open, and he would just like scream or something or shut, and then shut down. So I had that podcast with him, and then so that college year fucking ended and he went back home. I went back home. We didn't continue the podcast. And then even though we had another year of college together, we never really fucking started that podcast again. 
So, and then COVID fucking happened. And then, then I, I remember, like, I always wanted to do a podcast. So I had that podcast and then it ended and I felt like I had a void and it never quite got filled. I ended up uh, moving in with said guy who I used to do the podcast with. And we were going to start the podcast up again. And we had all these ideas, everything. And then I had an idea where I was like, I, I wrote this thing and it was for my now roommate and Elliot. It ended up being, I was like writing it and I was like, had these characters and I was like, oh, Elliot would be great for this. I'm going to see what he's doing. I haven't talked to him in, in, might have been a year or something. And so I hit up Elliot and I was like, hey, I got this idea. Are you in? And he's like, yeah, I'll have time uh, next week or something. In between that week, my roommate dipped. So he left completely. Like he, he moved out, didn't give me any notice. Whole different story there. He, he canceled. He canceled you. He canceled me. Yeah. He, yeah, he left me a note. Season like, two is no longer coming of yeah, Brandon he, is what he said. Yeah, pretty much. He left me a note saying I have no money and uh, it, it's nothing personal, but it's all your fault. <laughs> I was like, OK, great. Then I had to be like, well, I mean, I obviously already had this thing booked with Elliot. So I was like, dude, that that thing is kind of canceled, but I figured that instead of just telling you to forget everything, maybe we could shit the shit. So that, so and was that what, it, so that was, that's what so it, I, it was we shot the, the shit and I was like, uh, you know what? I, I think I, we were like talking for like 20 minutes and then I was like, Hey, we're on zoom. Why don't I just record this? See what the fuck happens. It was shit. So I didn't put it out and then we did it a couple more times and eventually it became space cloud. Okay, so it was basically a an opportunity to just kind of hang out and just yeah. reconnect with your friend. Yeah. Well, and is that it what ended it, up yeah. being Space Cloud became the thing that I salvaged out of the wreckage and carnage of everything. And it was also like the mission was that, you know, obviously like having my fucking roommate moved out put a huge like financial burden and like personal fucking shit and so it was like now there's this big fucking shit and now here's this thing that slid in that's like a nice distraction okay so it was kind of like a distraction that was like the purpose of the show yeah i guess if, if you were to of. yeah it's if hard you were to, to say i know i mean it look it's it's really weird because what, what you're doing right now is you're putting it into a bucket this is why it started it's like a seed this is why it was planted and whatever grew from that seed is whatever grew. But this is the, this is basically the, uh, the beginnings of it. Yeah. So the beginnings were, I guess, reconnecting, reconnecting with, with your friends, Elliot, shooting the and shit. And I realized how funny he fucking is. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, you know, filling some, filling a void, whatever. So yeah. do you feel like that kind of idea, you guys really went away from that idea after a while, just the shooting the shit idea. Did it become something different? Did it kind of Did. just lose its thing, its its original feeling? Did that just disappear, or was it still there? Yeah, no, it became a chore. It became yeah. a real chore, kind of like that, where there was just that pause and be like, "So, yeah, uh, dude, it's tough. It, uh, it's tough." That's kind of what happened with me and Righty. It became a chore. Like, oh, we gotta do it every single week. We gotta do it every single week. Where 
he just he wasn't even like I never even asked him at the end, like, is this something that you want to do long term? Is this something that you're really into? He said that it's something that he was into, but not something that he wanted to kind of do, you know, consistently. This is a fun thing to do every now and again. I made it like, okay, well, it's got to be like a weekly thing. And that's, that's what happens once you start setting guidelines and rules, you know, around the thing that you're doing, that's supposed to just be fun. It doesn't become fun anymore. It becomes a fucking job. And the whole point of this is to kind of escape from your job and everything else. This is just you hanging out and people listening to your shit if they want to, and just reconnecting and connecting with new people. That's really what it is. I mean, that's what the neighbors upstairs really is learning more about people and their perspective on whatever the hell I read or saw that one week. And if that's not what it is, then I feel like I'm, you know, just wasting my time in the worst way possible. Well, yeah. And it's a slippery slope, but I feel like you have to come in with an open mind and engaged and ready to fucking do it. And do your best with whatever the hell it is. Only right? if you're bought in. Well, Only yeah. if you're bought in. Because if you're not, because what does that mean to be bought in? That means that everyone that is a part of the project, they have co-created the mission and they are constantly moving towards the mission. Because if they if it's not co-created and it's one person that says, This is what we should do, and everyone else is like, Yeah, I guess that's a recipe for disaster. It's gonna fail. It's got to be something where everyone's excited, everyone's engaged, everyone wants this thing to be successful, whatever this thing is. And this is not just about podcasting. This is really anything. And and like, even when you are, I don't know, doing some kind of low stakes project with somebody, it's kind of like podcasting. It's got to be something where everyone is bought in, or it's just going to be like a one sided type of situation. And that's really the worst. You don't want that. And then you kind of start not liking the other person, which is luckily that didn't happen with writing it. <laughs> and like, I, I love this dude. I, again, I just saw him a couple of nights ago. He made me like a Frappuccino. I didn't know he, he knew how to make Frappuccinos. It was fucking awesome. It was great. Yeah. That's the thing that sorry if you had more to say, but I think no, that's, that's a basically very, it. Yeah. I think that's a very important thing that you pointed out. And I had a similar thing where it, it was causing a riff in our personal friendships. Like it was causing a riff. And it was like, if this continues, we have to stop. We all didn't want to, not all of us wanted to stop. At least, I mean, the uh, the other two guys, like kind of, they went off and, and they wanted to do their own thing. I was so committed and Elliot was still committed, but it was like, those two guys felt they had to leave, obviously. It, um, they had to stop all the other kind of... Yeah, because they weren't they weren't in agreement with what you were trying to do. They had yeah. their own mission. Yeah. That happens all the time, you know? Yeah, it happens, of course. It's, well, especially... And split up. Well, this is also really cool. So, you know, you know what mergers and acquisitions are when two companies merge, right? A yeah. lot of the times, and I don't know if you know about this, of people that are listening know about this, but a lot of the times, mergers and acquisitions, like, they fail because there are two different cultures that are coming together. And so if both cultures or if the culture that is maybe kind of uh, coming into the, uh, the culture that is becoming the dominant culture, if they are not bought into the, to the dominant culture, what ends up happening is people leave 
people that are like joining the new culture, the new organization, they leave. They're not about the way the organization operates. They're not yeah. about the culture. They're not about the mission and the vision. And if that happens, they dip. They're like, fuck that. I'll find something else that makes sense to me. And that's kind of what it is. It's like, it's really, it's really low stakes yeah. ideas well, and thoughts coming together. And if they're not aligned, it's not going to work long-term. I'm going to make a couple analogies here. One is that, okay, that, that's the reason why so many, like there's so, you can not even fathom the amount of podcasts that even just this year were started. If you go back to January and you go to now in October, the amount of podcasts that have been abandoned this year only. I mean, I started, I started the Neighbors Upstairs uh, like in the beginning of the pandemic last year. And it was just because like, oh, well, I guess life has changed and let me just chronicle this bullshit and let me see. Because I, I figured, okay, I'm probably going to stop connecting with with uh, people as much as I used to. And I, I love doing that. I love connecting with people and finding out more about them. And I was like, maybe podcasting will fill that void for me. And it has, like it really has worked. But you're right. I feel like there are so many podcasts that have just disappeared. They don't know, like they don't realize that you're not going to start a podcast and become Joe Rogan overnight. You know, well, if that's your, if that's your, if that's your thing, if your whole thing is I'm going to start a podcast or, you know, I'm going to get into radio and become the next Howard Stern, the next Joe Rogan. It's like, no, there is only one Joe Rogan. There's only one Howard Stern. There's only one of these people that you, that you really idolize. You got to become your own thing. And you should Absolutely. do it. Well, you should also do it where it's not a goal that is completely unrealistic. It's got to be a realistic goal. Joe Rogan yeah. is not a realistic goal. It's just not. And that's that's Maybe that's a that's a surefire way to him. fail. No, dude. Like if you do that, like okay, so if you say in ten years I'm Joe Rogan, you got to plan out every single month of the next ten years. Like, what does that mean? It's impossible. What are the milestones? Well, no, it is possible if you have the milestones, but I don't even know what the fuck the milestones are going to be. They've got to be realistic. They got to be smart. They got to be specific, measurable, I... attainable, relevant, time bound. If they're not, is it's like it's it's pointless. It doesn't make any sense. I so know these these you want to uh... be Joe Rogan? You got to get organized and figure out what that even means. <laughs> what does it mean to become a Joe Rogan? There's this podcast, The Basement Hangout, that they started, uh, I think, this year, not too long ago. And I saw them posting, you know, they were like, you know, on the on the Audrey forums and stuff, asking for guests. They basically just like completely sold out and have just been getting like, you know, interesting guests and then like talking about different stuff and and uh well, what do you mean sold out well, i'm, I'm not like getting sold it. out in in this like their original concept doesn't seem the same as it is now like they just they, they pivoted tried to fast track their yeah i don't popularity. think they sold out you think that's selling out i think it's pivoting i think they realized that what they were doing wasn't working whatever it is like they were clearly trying to accomplish something and it wasn't happening and they decided we could either we could either a quit or 
B just pivot and they just pivoted. I don't, I don't see a problem well, with that. That is selling out in a way. You can say like, Oh, well, Metallica just pivoted by making the block album. Well, no, they had a goal to be the biggest fucking band in the world. And they didn't care if that alienated their original fan base. I guess, I, I guess I don't have like a big problem with, I guess, selling out. If you're going to sell out, uh, sell out. I mean, if it's something where you have no problem with the repercussion of selling out, then uh, okay, who the fuck am I to judge you and your decisions? I don't have a it's huge your product issue. I I know I kind of do have a problem with it, somewhat kind of. No, but now like that basement. Have you basement, ever have you ever gotten an opportunity to sell out? Yeah, yeah. Can you talk to me more about that? I could, yeah. In the military, right? I'm like a, well, technically I'm like a military reservist still, which a, a reservist is, is a part-time, the States have, I think every military has a reserve military, right? So you're not full-time, it's just a part-time thing. It's kind of like a, a hobby, kind of, but then people, some people, they take that hobby and they make it into like a career. And then, so there's some people Everyone has the same goal, but some people, they take it super seriously, like it's their career, even though they're putting in the same amount of time as someone who's just doing it as a, a, hobby, like a hobby of sorts. Right. So then they start to take it ultra seriously, and then they kind of ruin the environment for the people who just are coming in to, as a a job, I, I don't know, as a hobby, as a, a fun, like a part-time uh, thing, you know, something I'm yeah, doing on the side. Yeah. Wait, how so, do they? How do they ruin it? What are they? Are they changing the uh, kind of the culture, like the way they behave? They're more serious about it. Yeah, they they don't. They, they, they kind of kill the fun out of it, I guess. Yeah, they forget. They forget what it is, and they treat. It's supposed to be like a family kind of. You're supposed yeah. to feel like you belong there, right? You, and they take the smell out of the fart is what you're saying. Yes. They take it and they shit all over everybody who doesn't think about it the same way they do. And it's and odorless. Don't, it's like odorless shit. It's like, if yeah. you're going to shit on me, let's make it stinky. Yeah. It's like, I'm just here to do the same thing you're here to do. I'm here to shoot the shit to just hang out to work do the thing and that's it yeah i'm here to do the thing and then go home you can take it as seriously as you want but at the end of the day you're doing the same damn thing that i'm doing but i'm only taking half as seriously like not that you shouldn't take it seriously but you know well whatever i I get what you're saying like we're all in this we're all in this together we're just chilling yeah let's let's be chill a little bit let's not be too serious about it they have this thing where they say like play the game which is like you know be kind of be a yes man and just get your own shit out of doing that like do it secretly do it for your own benefit but like kind of play the game like put on a smile yeah i mean politics it's basically politics yeah yeah so they they want me to they've been bugging me for a couple years now to take what ends up like your junior leadership course to become kind of like section level, like in charge of like a section. So you're in charge of five, 10 people. And uh, I just don't want to commit that kind of time. I, I don't want to go off and do the course in the first place. 
I don't want to commit the amount of time to the course. And then knowing even doing that, just like playing the game and doing that course and then getting a, a pay bump is then when you come back, then now all of a sudden they're like, hey, now you can do this and now you can do that. Now you're committing twice the effort, twice the amount of time for something that's still a part-time thing. And you consider that selling out? I consider that, yeah, selling out. That's interesting. Okay. For me, so I mean, like, I don't consider that selling out if that's what you want to do. But for me... Well, that's what I mean. You came in with like a different mindset. Your whole thing is I'm not here to do this like full time and be serious. I'm just here to just chill and, you know, just put in my work and and hang out and then kind of bounce. Yeah. So like your thing is selling out is kind of going, I guess, kind of betraying that notion and now doing it and taking it seriously and all that. Okay. So I, I I get that. I I get that. Well, okay. So I get that. You think it's like being in genuine with yourself and that's selling out. So like, yeah, not being true to yourself. So what, what was the band you just mentioned right now with, with the whole black album or whatever? Who was that? Metallica. So Metallica. You, so in your opinion, they were being ingenuine. Well, no, they literally had the intention. Okay. Which is fine. I don't exactly have a problem with it, but it is selling out in a way. They had the intention of becoming, they were already popular, right? Metallica were popular in the 80s and then the 90s rolled around and they'd been doing it a while and they said okay now we want to be the biggest band in the fucking world you know we have a following we've made good money we're somewhat popular now we want to take it to the next fucking level and that's not being genuine no that is being genuine because that's what they wanted to do they openly kind of were open about it okay Um, not exactly open it, but so they were open the, about it after the, the fact. So where's the selling out? The selling out is that they is that everyone that got them to that point, they were like, "Come with us or fuck you," right? But they you gave know? them a they gave them a choice. Not really. They gave them kind of an this is what we're doing, whether you like it or not. Well, it's their band. It is their band, yeah. But they were like a lot of people say they sold out. Because they were I, I could yeah, dude, I could totally see it. Look, if you're not aligning with the original plan, right? Like if they it's built weird. A, they built a fan base yeah. and the fan base expected a certain type of music, and then they said, Now we want to be better than that. Well, so they weren't like fuck you, we're gonna do there, what we want. They so there was just, an expectation that was set, and all of a sudden they were kind of going against this expectation. They were doing something completely different. And the fans yeah, felt and like not, the not fuck, in like a good it. way, not in like a fuck you. We're going to go off and do this like fuck. They weren't like, fuck the man. They were like, now we want to join the man when we were fuck the man. So I see what I you're think saying. That's that, that is that does sound like it's selling out. I guess my thing is I don't have a problem with selling out if you just really want to <laughs> like. If it just makes sense if for you, you want to, yeah, I'm just saying like, if it, if, the, if it makes sense for you, if it made sense to them to do it, because it just aligned with whatever the fuck they're trying to do fine. You know, you don't owe I, me shit. I get it. I get like it. they do kind of, owe. they kind of, they do kind of, owe their fans because it was their fans that brought them to that yeah. point. So it's like, well, you're just kind of, you're, you're, you're forgetting about us. We brought you here yeah, and now that's... you're, and now you're trying to find new fans and like, fuck us. Right. So like I get yeah. that I do, but at the same exact time, 
I'm trying to see it from their perspective. May, oh, I understand. They're trying yeah. to expand. They're trying to become bigger. They're trying and to cash in on cash their in. already success. Yes. Already made success. And in order to do that, down. they had to pivot. They had to just kind of go all out, even though they even were though basically they saying could to their fans, been, hey guys, but here's, sorry. here's the thing, though, is that they were fine. They didn't need to you, to you, no, they were fine. But in the scheme of things, like they were a popular band already. They could have kept. But according to. But hold on, but, they, but they would have been to fine. That's what but, I mean, right? But according to whose definition were they already fine? That's what that, I guess. What I'm trying to that's what I'm trying to say. Like the fans might have. I mean, the in the definition like, yeah, that totally cool. In the definition that if you make a band and and your goal is to make a living off it, they were fine. They would have made. Was a that their goal, just to make a living off of it? I imagine when they started, it probably. Is it possible that maybe they pivoted, they shifted their goal when they achieved that goal? When, like, that's what I'm saying. So they already achieved their goal. Obviously, they're making a living. Once you achieve that goal, right? You're like, well, what now? Do we reevaluate? What do we want to do now? And what is the cost benefit? Like, let's say we do this new album and it's brand new music and it's like nothing that people have heard of before and it's not related to what we are known for. What is the cost benefit? Well, we'll probably make a lot more money, but we're, we're also alienating our fans and our fans are probably not going to like us, but we're going to have so many more fans because now we're becoming the man. We're becoming yeah. what everyone loves. So that's what I mean. So if that was their goal, because they already accomplished their first goal of just making money and just you know feeding the family, I have no problem with that. That's just the thing that made sense to them. But as a fan, I totally get it. It's like, oh, fuck you. It's kind of like, uh, yeah, you know, I, I look at, and take. well, I look at, I look at Radiohead, right? Radiohead has been yep. super fucking consistent, <laughs> like throughout, well, well, in my opinion, they've been super consistent in terms of just being weird and different. Well, not until, not until OK Computer. That's true. That's when everything kind of just okay, changed. That was their third album. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's cool to me is that, okay, they made, so they had some commercial success and then they say, okay, now we're going to do what the fuck we want. Now Metallica kind of did the opposite where they're like, we're doing what the fuck we want and it's over. You know what I mean? Like they got themselves over, like it's popular what they were doing. Like they were considered a top fucking band, like a top metal band, but then they wanted to they're like, okay, we're already successful, so let's just now completely go fucking mainstream. But they were cool with it. Like Radiohead, the reason I bring them up is this. Radiohead has a song called Creep. They hate playing that song. Yeah. They hate it. They hate that it became like, you know, a commercial success. Like they I don't even but think do they you like know it. the secret reason behind that. They always say that's why it they hate it because it became a commercial success and yada yada. That's not fucking it. It's because they ripped off the Hollies, the air it's the air that I breathe. It's the same melody, the same everything's the same except the words. Did they ever like publicly Yes, the Hollies that the the Hollies uh two members are officially credited as writers of creep. Wait, so they they they, went to court, they made a set they got they the Hollies like took them to court. They sued them and they made a settlement. And the Hollies are now credited with writing creep. 
So are they pissed off because they got caught? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or did they yeah. get, are they just pissed off? Because it's so. like, uh, well, I think they're pissed. I, now off that I know because, that, I think they're pissed off because would you not be pissed off if your most popular requested song was one that everyone kind of knows? Well, that's what I mean. You just beat me to it. I was gonna say, is that why they're pissed off? Because their most requested. Well, I don't even think it's their most requested song. That's not even my favorite song. I actually don't like that song a lot. One of my favorite songs is Everything in Its Right Place. I fucking love that song. But I would but also you're, be pissed you're off. a true fan, okay? That's yes. kind of going true. back to true. That's kind of going back to the Metallica fucking thing where they had their true fan f- fans and they're like, what the fuck is this black album? They're, but my, the but is- that wasn't my point. My point was that they hate playing creep and they hate that it gets requested a lot because it was so commercially successful and now there's a, the extra layer that it's not even like original because uh well, the you know whole the reason sound. was because it wasn't original they but that's selling out off. well that to me is selling out because now it wasn't aligned to what they were trying to do and when i listen to radiohead i feel like what they're always trying to do is come up with a new sound and just be different and that well, is I've... not them being different that is not them creating a new sound well it's maybe that's why they do that though it's because they got fucking caught and they were yeah like, but that was Fuck. was it other music too did they go go to court for other songs as well or was no, it just, it was just an just isolated just oh yeah three. so i can't i so you can't say that shit i mean what? If, how can you not well because it was one song how many fucking songs have they have they written and and you know played i mean if it's just one song out of a fucking thousand but it's I, their I, biggest song it's what put them on the map I get that, but they had songs before that as well, and they do have a fan base. Like if you, that was their first. They didn't have songs before that. Creep was their first song ever. Yeah, is what you're saying right now. Yeah, no fucking way. Yeah, no, that was ninety three. That was their first song. Yeah, that was their first hit. No, first hit. I'm saying that was their first song. Like it it was a part of an album. Their first album. Okay, that was honey. Well, that's what I mean. It was their first album, not their first song. It's an album. It was it was well, a part of their, it was a part of their album, and it was, a, it was their first radio. Is from their first album, their first radio commercial success. Right, and, and, first... and that's what I'm trying to get at. So imagine your mission is we want to create original music that is some you know sounds that have never been heard of before. And I don't look. I don't know the story the complete story with that song. I don't know whose idea was to basically use sounds that have been used in the past and all that shit. I don't know, but imagine that off the literal song. Like if you play them side by side, you can no, 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 I get that. Hear it. I know. I get that. But I'm saying like, can you imagine your mission is originality and yes, you well, don't no, have I an original say, song. And that, that to I me is selling out. For, that I is selling say, out. Yeah, it is. It and is. That, that's yeah. unfortunate. It's sad. I can say for me that if I did like a bunch of shit and then I copied one thing and I got caught for copying that one thing, I would make sure it never fucking happens again. And I would do completely shit that I know no one else is going. <sighs> nothing similar whatsoever. Really, which is what that. Radiohead. I know. Did. I know. But you're you're now assuming that that's like the first fucking thing on their minds when they're making music. Like we can't. We can't do shit that people have heard of. Like, no, I don't think that's the first thing they're thinking about. I think they're trying to make music. And yeah, it just so happened to be. And look, 
you have to also kind of admit that a lot of music just sounds like other music. Uh, there's 100%. there's actually like a YouTuber, I think a, a TikToker, who all he does is show you how like one song that's really popular today is pretty much exactly the same as like five songs or hits in the past 60 years. So is it possible that Radiohead maybe had the sound? And I, I know I'm a Radiohead fan, uh, Radiohead no. fan. I mean, you could kind of fucking it's, tell <laughs> that I love Radiohead. Yeah. But no, they that is. You listen, if you was want that to pull up and was listen your, to the okay. air that I breathe that, right was, now. Was that song, not that song, was that album your favorite album from Radiohead? No, it's... Um, Same for me. It was not the, It was not my favorite no, Pablo at all. Pablo Honey sucked outside of Creep. I don't think it's good. I like their second album. Kid A was, was great. I like their second album with like High and Dry and... Uh, uh, the Pyramid Song. I mean, there's just... That's what I mean, dude. Yeah, they're they're, they're too. They are too original. Like I will give them a pass for one song. I will do that. I think Robin Thicke also had. A no, but you're putting it in context of it. This is. They had nothing. Okay, you're you're giving them a break based off everything they've done since. This was their first thing. Okay, imagine you're in 90, 1993, you hear creep, and then it come, and then you go, hmm, I think I heard this shit before. And then all of a sudden you hear about, oh, they got took to court for that shit. I think it might have been years later. I'm not sure. Well, that's not what I'm giving them a pass for. And my point is this. Set we were because we were talking about selling out, right? Metallica, you said that they sold out because they they pretty much said, fuck our fans, you know, we're gonna now try to become you know, more broad in the world. Well, we're going to, well, we, we want to kind of expand our reach. Fine. That, that was your thing with selling out. And I told you, well, I don't necessarily think that them selling out was bad as long as they were okay with the consequences. Now, Radiohead, what I was trying to say with that was, I don't think they're okay with those consequences. I think they sold out because it wasn't aligning with what they were trying to do. They, to me, they are, one of the most original bands in the world. So that song, them being caught, it didn't at all align with what they were trying to do. They got caught, but even when they didn't get caught yet, it still wasn't. They weren't being genuine to themselves and it wasn't really matching what energy they were trying to put out. And that to me is selling out that I can't, I can't back. I think that's bullshit. You know, it's cognitive dissonance, man. You've, your thoughts and your behaviors aren't matching. And that to me is the worst kind of selling out. But if you're okay with it, if you can make your behaviors match what you're thinking and you're okay, you're cool. I don't give a shit. Fine. Go ahead. You answer to you. You don't answer to anybody else. Also, radio had like, okay, computer came out in 97. That's also like the beginning of like electronic. It was like the end of grunge and the beginning of sort of like, uh, I guess what's culminating now. I call them abstract. I call them like abstract music. Right. They're art house kind of. I'll listen listen to them when I need like a, I don't know. I sometimes would want to write. I have like, you know, like I just want to write something and I, I, it's not coming to me and I'll listen to fucking like one Radiohead song. And then all of a sudden, everything just kind of starts spilling and unlocks like different parts of me. I found I sound like such a douchey piece of shit right now, but like legit pretentious. Yes, very much. But like legit, dude, there are some sounds that I listen to and Radiohead has a lot of them where I'm like, fuck, bro. (laughs) It's like there are so many 
doors being opened in my mind and these sounds they are unlocking yeah but what i was getting at is that 97 was like is from what i understand you also had like all those kind of electronica that was the start of like electronica and shit like that and it was the end of like grunge and also they were uh, there are these uh shitty bands that like were coming out and trying to copy grunge and and no one really knew what the fuck was happening and then like the computer age had kind of started to take off and the internet and all these like they were like the bridge music started to move away they were the bridge towards what grunge became in my mind like Grunge yeah, but I mean, even if it. you look at look at like Bush as an example, you know that band Bush. Yeah, of course, it's Bush, and, man. Yeah, it's and Bush. they they had like they started kind of grunge, and then grunge kind of died off after like you know Cobain died, Allison Chains disappeared because Staley was deep into heroin, uh, Soundgarden had broken up by '96, Pearl Jam had kind of changed their sound a little bit and so grunge kind of died and then you had like bush and stuff who also they had in 90 i think it was 97 they had like their first two albums changed like they released an album of just like electronica mixes of their first two albums the hit songs off them so a lot of bands were like riding on that thing and then Radiohead kind of took it to the next level but I think that really co- what I was saying is that really coincides with that time because if you look at their previous two albums they weren't anything like that so they kind of took advantage of the new they started to be ahead of the curve instead of just they obviously had talent well they but- started creating the foundation for what the future was going to look like yeah. For their future, well, at they least. started like plant, like trying to get ahead of the curve instead yeah. of just it was smart, sticking, but also kind of sticking with what was well. It was a bridge, like I time. said. It was it was yeah. a bridge. It was like it sounds familiar, but it sounds fucking weird. And yeah, but I just wonder. Like I loved it. It was amazing. That's kind of why they they grew so fast, and like people didn't know what to make of them and their albums. It was just. Album after album, they're like, dude, well, I don't fuck, I don't get it. Like, they I don't understand. Already, they were already popular. That's true, but still, they were still changing shit up. They were popular, but they were still changing shit up, and and it was it was just risky. I think it's always risky when Radiohead comes out with a brand new album. I don't know what the fuck they're gonna come out with next. Like they had, they had a thing on Netflix. I think they released like a I don't know, like a fifteen minute music video, and it was like the wackiest shit, and I loved it. It's, it's not supposed to make sense. It really isn't that I like it, but I fucking love it. And it's because they are creating something that I guess I didn't know I wanted. They are creating the need and they I demand more. Like and they're so good at that. I feel like if they started out that way, they would have never been who the fuck they were. They would be some underground shit. Yeah, well, that's because they, they didn't they, because they didn't build up credibility. They create they created that that idea of who they were. People bought into them. They, cr- they had like this credibility and then they, and then they started taking swings. Yeah. Well, you could start taking swings when people like you. They're like, oh, well, they were pretty good. Let's just see what comes up now. And but they knew like, I, I really do believe that they knew it was going to work out. And because well, of that originality, that huge risk, I mean, it, it paid off. And goddamn, bro, did. I'm going to go For listen to some Radiohead. Didn't, didn't. You no, like, it didn't. Like, Faith No More, they 
had that funk metal, you know, they had like Epic and, and, uh, what was that out? The real thing. They were huge from that, right? They like in 89, they were like directly like the funk. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Up. I've never listened to I don't know. I don't even know what that is. I probably you know will. After this. Wow. You don't know like what is it? It's oh yeah, okay. No, I do. I do. I do know. What yeah, that, is. that song. Okay, so they blew. I the guess fuck I didn't know them by name. I didn't know them. They by blew name. the fuck up with that. Okay, and they had like that that funk metal type of thing. So that whole album that had like four or five hits, and they're it's like Chili Peppers esque. Uh, they were directly competing with Chili Peppers, kind of. Also, and, weird band. I mean, I know that Red Hot Chili Peppers, they're loved by so many, just so fucking many. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't uh, get they, I'm not take, I don't uh, get the hype of the red hot chili peppers. I'm probably going to get some more fucking hate mail from that. But honestly, I legit, I would they're say good. About, I would say that about Radiohead in, in a way. That's not what I was getting at, though. I mean, <laughs> I meant like like, OK, Faith No More. So they had they had and then they were huge and they were argued like at the time uh, from like 89 to, to 91 or, or something like that. They were. You know, they were on Saturday Night Live. They were like MTV darlings. They they were on magazine covers. They they were probably more popular than the Chili Peppers. And then Kurt Cobain came in and just and then no no and then and then so everyone was waiting on their next album. They put out an entirely. They changed their sound entirely. They said we're gonna do what the fuck we want. And they did, they put out like this alternative metal album, which is fucking amazing, but it just was not, nobody understood why at the time it was so like, I feel like that's what Linkin Park did with their very last album with Chester. It was just so it's like hopeful music. It's, it's more lighter. And before it wasn't, it wasn't at all like that. I mean, yeah, that's not what Linkin Park is known for. And lots of people hated that album. I mean, I, I know people. To this day, they that give me shit for playing any any song from that album, and I kind of I kind of dug it. I like I like the swerves. I like the shifts. I dig that. It shows growth to me. It does, yeah, it does. And and even going back to like Faith and War, like everyone now says, oh, they were out of their time. Oh, they did. They were doing shit that led to uh, everything that you can, not everything you hear now, but towards like 2000 like lincoln park and all that shit are like directly influenced by them that shit just like that shit ended up taking off by the time like faith no more broke up in like 98 and i think the music they were making in like 92 started to take off in like 98 okay so it doesn't sometimes like radiohead i think they i guess they just got the perfect storm well it worked out Exactly. It was like the perfect time, perfect moment. It just worked out. By the way, I feel like, I don't know if you, I think you're on TikTok. I feel like there's so, so many songs that just get discovered, like songs that have been around for like 20 years that get discovered on TikTok and they just kind of blow up. Yeah. And then they get remixed into garbage. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's crazy. I, I, I feel good for those bands that they really try to be something and then and just nothing worked out for them. And then all of a sudden, just TikTok resurrects their careers. It's the weirdest the thing, man. Is, is the internet's the greatest and the worst invention in all human history. True. 
But this is actually a perfect segue because Brandon, you and I, we created a segment called First and Last. First and Last is kind of like, I don't know, it's where Brandon and I will discuss a canceled show. We'll discuss like the first episode and the last episode. And so we will only watch the first episode and last episode of a canceled show. Well, excuse me, but not just... Well, in the beginning, just any canceled show, but we have, I don't know who it is. I wish I had the guy's name because it would have sounded cooler, but we have a list of the 30 best canceled shows. Oh, right, right, right. I forgot to say that. According to what's his name? So according to somebody, there are like these, these shows, these top 30 shows that were canceled and for some reason they shouldn't have been canceled. And so we will cover these canceled shows. We will only watch the first and last episode and kind of, uh, you know, give our breakdown and uh, see if like maybe they deserve that cancellation or maybe they didn't deserve the cancellation. We have uh, some bullet points outlined. Obviously we have specifics. Brandon has bullet points. I have nothing. (laughs) I've got no fucking bullet points. You have nothing. This is totally off the cuff. So, uh, Brandon, do you want to introduce the show that we covered recently and that we will talk about right now? Yeah. Okay. So we were going through this list and, uh, I was more open to it. Jack was Jack. He was a little, he was a little prejudgy. He was a little negative about these shows just based off the titles and a bit of the description. He was kind of like, they sound like they kind of deserved I remember saying to you, these shows and these descriptions are, they sound like garbage and it probably makes sense why they don't exist anymore. It probably, yeah, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yes, you did. Couldn't argue that. No, because it's it's kind of, it's hard, it's hard to, it's hard to argue that. But that being said, is it true? Was I right, Brandon? We will find out. What is the first show that we decided to go with? So... Jack, as I said, that's where I was going with this. Mm-hmm. As I said, he had a bit of a problem based off the titles. And so we looked at one. He goes, Gross Point. The fuck is Gross Point? Yeah, like, what, was, what is that? that? Does... Gross Point. I mean, that's that's a movie. Gross Point blank. That's a movie. Yeah. What's, what's said, Gross Point? What the fuck is Gross Point? And I that was thought, a show. I thought it was a show based off the movie. That's what you said to me. And that's what and, I was led to believe which, <laughs> and it was not it was not at all but i think there is a show <laughs> gross point blank based off the movie i don't know maybe i'm thinking of some other john cusa i don't know so you're right so we decided to go with the show gross point which and, is well brandon again brandon he had me convinced that this was a spinoff off of uh you know john cusack's gross point blank where he plays like a hitman or whatever and yeah. to me it was like the most confusing fucking thing because it, it just it didn't make any sense if you've seen gross point blank i don't know how you continue that there's nothing to continue dude do, do you do like a john wick thing where you try to discover the universe of the hitman world and gross point blank it just i didn't get it and also the show itself it was set in a high school and i it just didn't make any fucking sense so we chose that show and it was exactly what I thought. It had nothing to do with Gross Point Blank whatsoever. What was the show about, Brandon? The show 
Sorry, I was just Googling because I swear to God, Gross Point Blank became a TV show when it lasted like an episode. But I it's guess not that, a TV show. That was Brandon. in my head, I guess. Let go. It's it's not a TV show. Thank thank God it wasn't a TV <laughs> show. But what what? But seriously, it wasn't that good of a movie. break it down. Uh, what what is the idea? Point, of point What is, is that? It's best that we go to the source and we go to the thirty best one season TV shows of the past twenty years. That's the list we're going off from thrillist.com. You want to know? I well, I'm, on, I'm on IMDb up. right now. This is what IMDb says. I don't want to. I want to give an accurate description. And well, this is this is IMDb. Like, there's no lying on IMDb, from what I understand, right? There's no lying. No one lies on IMDb. Yeah, okay. But check this yeah, out. Well, yeah. It says IMDb. Gross Point is a satire centered on the off-camera antics of five actors who star in a fictional high school drama called Gross Point. I got a better one. Okay. I got a better one here. We're going off thrillist.com. Shout out to, I don't have the guy's name. Let's call him John. Let's call him John. John Apple. John Apple. You have wrote a lovely description here. If you were a fan of Beverly Hills 90210 or Melrose Place, this comedy from 90210 and Melrose Place creator Darren Starr was must-see for anyone who grew up watching those addictively schlocky melodramas and their trend-setting actors. God, this guy words it well. A parody of the behind-the-scenes drama and clashing personalities, Gross Point spills blind item-style goss by setting the action... Goss? By setting the action on a fictional nighttime soap that seemed a little familiar. Appearances by Jason Priestley and others associated with Aaron's spelling produced series made it even more meta. Initials JS. So maybe his name is John. <laughs> there you go. There you All go. right. So I want to give my. See, I wanna... we, didn't, we Unfortunately, we didn't see Jason Priestley. Uh, in right. The we well, I want to give my, my initial thought to what you just read. I was never a fan of 90210. I was also never a fan of Melrose Place. And I, I, I'm old enough to remember those shows. So yes. going in, going into this show, I knew it wasn't going to be my cup of tea. If you're going to word it that way, 90210, Melrose, like I, I knew immediately this wasn't going to be my thing. But it was interesting. It was an interesting, uh, I guess, beginning, the first episode. Let's talk about the first episode a little bit. First okay. episode starts off with basically a bunch of actors, or you don't even know, it, it starts off actually in a high school and the lead actress, she gets pregnant or some shit and then she gets into a car accident or something. Yeah. And yeah. And so- Just be replaced. Right, right. And, and, so, and so like it, it cuts and it's like, oh, all right, this is a show. They're on, they're on set and this isn't real. There is no high school- student who's pregnant and just lost her child this is all just you know pretend this, this is, is all, this is acting on the set on a like set is, of a show called gross a point show within a show yeah kind of like the truman show I yeah guess. and i i kind of like that i like that idea it was very meta. meta it was very meta it was interesting which would be huge nowadays really right so i'm immediate i'm immediately thinking if the show came out like right now I feel like it probably would have done well. It would have lasted longer than, oh, oh by the way, yeah. the show only lasted a season. It was like 17 yes. episodes or some All shit. All of these shows. 
All yeah. of these shows have only lasted one season. One season, yes. So yeah, seventeen episodes. Seventeen and episodes. Apparently, the last episode didn't even air in Australia. Those poor God damn it, man bastards. I saw that on the YouTube comment. <laughs> like this, 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 I love this show. They didn't even air the last episode in Australia. How could you do? Like, I just went and watched it like in 2020, like 20 years later. He's finally getting the conclusion. Yeah, how could you just That's not, not air a it conclusion everywhere? though? That's getting to the last episode. You're right. still talking. But no, no, no. But the first episode. So what happens is there's a new actress in town. And uh, she is supposed to, I guess, bring in more pizzazz onto the gross point cast. And she's supposed to create more of like drama. And uh, the directors and producers, they're like so happy about it. But like the main the main stars, well, I guess mainly the lead actress who is pretend pregnant and lost the pretend baby wasn't happy about this. And well, so, no, within the show of the show that happened. Well, within the show of the show, it happened, but she wasn't happy. Well, I'm saying on the set, she hated that there was going to be a brand new actress that was coming oh, in. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was going to get the focus on Gross Point. We get introduced to these other characters. Like, there was this one character or one act, uh, actor. I forgot his name. I'm trying to find right now. He was familiar. This guy, Kyle Howard. Kyle Howard. He plays Dave the stand in. Okay. He plays the friend, the one that like wants yeah, to. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. like Kyle Howard, I loved seeing him here because I know him from this uh, movie called the paper brigade. I believe it's called the paper brigade. And he was also in the movie with uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. He put, he played like a child, like maybe like a 13 or 14 year old where they trapped their parents in a basement. They, they all like these bunch of kids, they trapped their parents in a basement. And uh, they, they want their parents to just stop being dicks. Anyway, Kyle Howard was in it. And I've never seen him in anything other than like these two fucking old 90s movies. So I see him here and it's so great because I, I actually really like him. Nostalgia. There you yeah, go. Yeah, it hit me so hard. And I also see uh, Nat Faxon, the guy that plays Kevin, the, the dude that's like, I don't even know, like, what, what's his role? He's... um. I'm going to share my screen right now. I just so honestly, no, I'm sorry. I don't know the name. This dude right here. This dude, Nat. Nat. Nat Faxon. Remember I, this dude? Um, he was like the dude that like, uh, I guess he worked. He works on set. He he's like a stagehand or whatever. He, he makes sure that shit's going like shit's working. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he like gets the I water. He's like the assistant or whatever. I know him from the movie Beer Fest. Okay. He was like uh, one of the Germans. Yes, uh, the yes, siblings yes, or whatever, yes, the yes, yeah. siblings, and uh, yeah, so I, I only know him from there. So, like, I'm seeing him in Gross Point and he's normal, and it's like the weirdest fucking thing, dude. I wasn't prepared for that at all. Um, so it was nice seeing him as well. That was my first thing. Oh, okay, these are people that I know, I, I like these, these stars, and I also see Michael Hitchcock and Michael Hitchcock. He's a guy that is also, you don't see him a lot in movies. He's actually in a lot of the movies that are made from, I think his name is Christopher Friend or some shit. Christopher Friend. No, <laughs> fucking that up. It's not Christopher Friend. Friend. <laughs> Who's in Mad TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Co-executive so this- producer. Oh. He was- Makes sense, because this- 
this. Um, oh, wait, no, Christopher Guest. Christopher he's, Guest. Yeah, yeah, he's in a lot of Christopher Guest uh, movies, and that's where I know him from. And he's awesome. He was also he's a guest. in. A, he's not a friend. <laughs> he was also in like uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm for like an episode where he was a. Uh, he was. I guess he was. He had like a silent pact with himself or whatever. He wasn't. Yeah. Gonna talk. So I guess then that would point out that this is indeed a satire. This guy is a popular uh, satirist. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and he was great too. I think he, he played like a closeted gay man in the show. Like that was my guess because every single time you had Al Santos, the guy that played Johnny Bishop, yeah, like the friend of the friend of uh, Dave, every time he would like take his shirt off, <laughs> you oh, had yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You You'd be like, oh, the, uh, yeah, Michael Hitchcock's uh, character. He's like, hey, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm straight. <laughs> like he was, he's constantly yeah. like just trying to, you know, let everyone. Yeah, know I noticed is... that when he does take his shirt off, and he's like, hey, you want to see this? And he's like, oh, hey, you, yeah, you, you guys want to play some football? You know, he's, uh, oh god, uh, that was just so funny. It's, it's a brilliant, pretty, yeah. cool, pretty cool cast. I like the cast a lot. Um, so the, the first cast. episode was pretty chill. I I liked it. I thought that it was whatever. It, it kind of did remind me of 90210 and kind of reminded me of uh, Dawson's Creek a little bit. It was melodramatic, but it was whatever. It wasn't it wasn't a bad first episode. It was a little bit corny at times as, you know, early 2000s shows kind of were. It was just uh, it was like this thing, an early 2000s product. Yeah, I guess I'll talk about what I remember of the first episode. Before we get into the last one, uh, I forgot about that whole, yeah, he lifts his shirt up and he's like, I forget what he says, but yeah. He well, he's, got, he's always, he's always point. like trying to convince everybody around him. Like, like he tries to become like the alpha dog every single time. Okay. First of all, though, the dude is like uh derobing next to him and he plays the father. He plays his dad, I think in the show. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> Just yeah. even like, <laughs> uh, were they, okay. First of all, when they get that, like, make a dream, the make a wish kid. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. Wait, so, so explain, like, describe what, what, uh, what happened. Okay. So they have a make a wish kid that wants to be on set. Well, they got, he got granted to, I guess, it's his favorite show, I guess. Yeah. Gross point. Apparently, it's, you know, it's been around for a while, which is like really ironic. Yeah, they actually, that's a good <laughs> point to start because it completely fucks you up when you literally watch it and it opens previously on Gross Point. You're like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That was so weird. Like, what the fuck is going on? It was like, was no, it, back up. What? Is there is, another an, uh, episode? There, like, what's happening right now? Is there episode zero? Did they, did right. they label this correctly? Was there, was, is, was there like a movie? Was, is it like Gross Point blank? Or are they just continuing from from the movie gross point yeah Blank, is that what's happening i think that might be if you think back to like 2000 that might have been like that i mean you're kind of immediately alienating your audience there oh immediately brilliantly brilliantly yes. satirical but you immediately confuse the fuck out of i'm i'm changing the channel dude i'm like fuck it. i'm not what yeah. is this am i missing something and like was tivo around at the in the year 2000 no no, so like, and also, so. and also, you can't like download, or maybe I guess you can. Like, Morpheus was already around, LimeWire was around, but um, you know, you but yeah, like, you could, you had like, but it was also a pilot. It was also a pilot. Like, no you one's could, downloading like, tape a pilot. It. You could tape it. Too. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, that was like two thousand. So like DVD. I mean, 
no one really had VCRs at uh, at that point, so no one was really taping shit. I don't know if TiVo. No VCRs. What are you talking about? VCRs for sure were around. No, two thousand. No, that when was the 90s started. VCRs were were still around, dude. In two thousand, VCRs were like. Fuck yeah, man! No. I remember. In two thousand, <laughs> dude. I'm telling hell you, hell yeah, dude. I'm t- dude. VCRs, VCRs were extinct by then. They were extinct, but they were still around. Like people, my family still had a fucking VCR. It made no sense. It was the weirdest thing. People, dude, I still have my VCR. I should throw well, that. Yeah, shit out. they still had your VCR, but did yeah. you really use it? Is what I mean. Were you taping stuff in two thousand? Yes, dude. I'm telling you, if you're an immigrant, if you came to, the, if you're like right off the boat in the '90s, the VCR is like a god. I this can was capture the turn, shit. Turn what? of the millennium, though. <laughs> The turn of the millennium. This was different. Okay, but so yeah, right. that you really had the make a wish kid. You. We have the make that a really wish. That really confuses kid. you in the beginning. But then the new girl comes into the trailer and she's like trying to be likable. So the two, I guess the two lead chicks are getting their makeup done, getting in the powder room, whatever, getting done up in the trailer. And she comes in and she's like. Oh, uh, to the one she's like, oh, I'll help you look for apartments or whatever. And, uh, you know, obviously sucking up a bit, trying to be likable, make a friend on set. And then so she kind of gets called out for it. But then it quickly moves on to where there's a bang on the door to kind of abrupt this argument. And it's a producer and he opens it and he's like, we have one of those make-a-wish kids (laughs) on set. He was like, we should like, we like, we shouldn't even be laughing, but it was it the was way it was presented. Brilliant. He's like, wait, yeah, one of those make a wish kids. Like, this is something that happens all the time. It's a regular, they call it like make a dream or something. No, it was make a, make a no, it wasn't it was make, make a wish. No, sure, I, I feel like it was make a wish, it was make a dream or something like that. They were like literally like parodying, even I don't think you can say make a wish because you would get the legal reasons back then, anyway. Or maybe that was just part of the satire. They're even satirizing that. Make a dream. Yeah, it was that sounds like, so stupid. Make a dream. That's. A, I think that was the point. That sounds so know? fucking dumb. I think that was the point. To be honest, make a dream. I mean, I'm so glad that they went with make a wish in reality. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking I mean, make a dream. Hey, Brandon, you want to stupid? But wanna make a dream, the, Brandon. I mean, it is kind of making a dream come true, though. It's a, like you're not like making a all right so make call it make a dream come true foundation make a dream come foundation. true make a dream. <laughs> and she and she uh, uh so he's like he wants to come in and meet you and she, like what the fuck's make a dream or whatever it's like <laughs> so the other actress explains that it's make a wish that she describes what make a wish is like one of those sick kids comes in and has a, and they want to spend a day or whatever she's like oh yeah, this isn't a good time. Tell them the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Like, yeah. so savage, but so, like, the timing, the comedic, that's, like, ah, oh, the show. Just... But it was so, it was so, like, uh, you know, early 2000s Mean Girls. That was kind of what I was, That that's yeah. what it, that's what it kind of, uh, you know, reminded me of. Like, the early 2000s was all about the, you know, the bullies. You had, like, the the white dudes who were brolic and strong. And I guess brolic and strong is the same fucking thing. And uh, they were bullies to like the nerds and you had like the really attractive females who are just, you know, bullies to everyone because yeah, they're, they're like the hot shit. End up satire. You don't see that. I don't feel like you see that a lot now though. 
No, you don't. But it, but that it, was the two thousands. That's what it was. That's what it's basically all about. And you see that you're like, oh dear God, they're using this fucking trope. Yeah, it's literally parodying that. I know, but I remember seeing that, laughing, and just getting like annoyed because I've seen it so many fucking times. But it was funny. Uh, it was funny. I feel like if I saw funny. this in two thousand, I would have laughed for sure. I laughed and it was funny. <laughs> and then and then later on, so then they send the Make-A-Wish kid and they say, I don't know, they come up with something. And so he goes over and he goes to go use the washroom and they get the lead actors in the washroom. <laughs> and it turns out that he's bald and he's wearing a hairpiece. Yes, so the other that, guy was, grabs that was really hilarious. It and he, yes. he fucked up. He fucked up combing it, so he had to have the other guy come in and try to fix it. As the Make-A-Wish kid then rolls into the washroom and sees that the guy's fucking ball. So right. he got the guy and, and you got that kid. And the Make-A-Wish kid was like, "Hey, it would really suck if someone found out about this this whole ball well, situation." That guy, no, the guy says it would suck <laughs> if people found out I'm bald. He's like, "Yeah, it would really suck." If someone found out, especially if someone told them who saw it. <laughs> right, right. He became and, uh, a little piece of shit. The Make-A-Wish yeah. kid became a piece of shit. Yeah. He became, he's like, maybe he, you like put me in your show, like a line and give me a line. <laughs> yeah. Give me a blackmailing line. Blackmailing this dude. Say anything, basically blackmailing just, in. you know. Which is, I mean, fuck. Well, honestly, dying. honestly, I was like, you know what? Fuck. Yeah. You know, fuck these people. They're all assholes, and uh, you know you're supposed to get your dream. Uh, yeah, to you come already true. got shut down by the. And shit. you know what? Yeah. Better yet, let's get you on the show. Fuck it. I really enjoyed that part. Yeah, the and then they milling. weren't gonna let him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, we don't want a wheelchair kid on the show. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't work with what we're doing. It doesn't work with what they're doing. It's fucking weird. And then they had to basically explain that he saw the lead actor bald. And so he has to be on the show or he's going to fucking ruin the entire show anyway. So either way, he, kind of, he ruins the show being in the show, but he would ruin the show saying that the guy's bald. They're kind of tied there. So that's just. And he kind out. of also there's also like a karma moment when he runs there over is. the chick. Well, he runs over. He runs over the foot, leg yeah. of or the foot of the chick that rejected him. Yeah. The one that said, oh, we're not going to make anyone's wish come true today. It was amazing <laughs> when that happened. <laughs> that was so was great. It was poetry. Poetry in motion. Yes. Literally poetry in yes, fucking literally motion. Poetry in motion. <laughs> Pun intended, Brandon? Pun or absolutely intended. Yes. It was poetry great. What, in... what else happened in that episode? It was pretty like, it was. I don't know. There was a not lot. A lot. I, I don't they, feel like there was a I lot that happened. That, those were the key moments for me. Yeah, but it wasn't that's a lot that was key, happening. Um, it just my, that's yeah. our review of it. Okay. Yeah. Well, what are you giving it? What are you giving the episode? Uh, one to I ten. I have. I have overall rate. What does that mean? Overall rate of the episode, like what I regretted, like on a scale of ten. All right. They said I. I have overall great with a with a hard G. I was like, wait, no, wait, wait. I meant I have. Like, an the fuck is that? Rating. I don't know. What it, oh, okay. I was like, I don't know what to do with that. I have an overall rating. Uh, you know what? I kind of loved it. I kind of loved it. I would say a high seven. Okay, so I 
really, I was pleasantly surprised with some of the actors that were on the show. I just, I knew them from other things. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is pretty cool. I'm seeing them do things. I didn't, I didn't know that this dude still does shit. Kind of not really, because this is the year 2000. He probably still doesn't do anything new. But yeah, I, I have really, I really enjoyed that. And I think that it really improved the rating that I'm going to, like, I think without those actors, I probably would have given the show like a 6.5, but with the actors involved, I I'm giving it a 7.5. They get a full one point increase. So I'm giving the first episode a 7.5. I thought it was, I thought it was not bad. It was a little, again, it was a little bit too much in terms of like a lot of 2000s nostalgia and not a lot of good 2000s nostalgia, just kind of like, wow, <laughs> my God, this this exists. Holy shit. Don't we have enough of this with 90210 and Melrose Place, pretty much. And Dawson's well, Creek. You can't forget Dawson's Creek. I, it's a direct send-up of that. That's what I love, is that it literally is like taking the piss out of itself. Like, yeah, yeah there's 2000s <laughs> fucking like, yeah. You know, kind of there is still storylines and stuff, but it's also taking the piss out of it. Well, still, it's but not hard enough, but it's not, but it's not hard enough. By that guy, though, it's by the creator who made those shows, which is kind of that's also well, it's kind of like Wes Craven, right? When Wes Craven, what's Wes Craven known for before uh, Scream? Uh, those horror movies like what like halloween and shit right no was he halloween no he wasn't halloween was he John was Carpenter. Yeah, yeah he was uh no. freddy krueger nightmare on elm street he did some other shit but my point is scream was kind of like a i don't want to say it was a parody but it was, it was kind of making up of it, it kind of made fun of he was making fun of himself a little bit yeah with was. uh with directing that movie and that's kind of what this was for me it didn't it, it, to me, it felt like it wasn't enough of it. I want them to, I wanted them to really kind of dive deeper into it. Yeah. Well, maybe they would have maybe, but they never got the opportunity, but okay. So then well, we saw maybe the last they episode. did. And we just, cause we, we haven't seen it first and last right? because that's what we're going to do. Brandon, we're not watching an entire fucking season, man. Well, no, uh, I mean, you can, if you, I might No, Brandon, we're not doing it. We're going to well, continue. On. We're going to trek on. Ahead of things we're going to trek on my friend. That's getting ahead of things. But then we saw the Wait, last episode. On. I've got some. Are there some, more points? Some. I've before we move on. Best scene of the first episode. I don't even know, man. Like I really liked. It's like silly, but I just really liked it when that the Make a Wish kid ran over that you know that piece of shit chick who rejected him early on. Yeah, I thought that was just like for me at least. It was. It was. Uh, it was just perfect. It was, it was, uh, I kind of, yeah, I would say either that I kind of almost want to say the scene where she reacted him was kind of fucking perfect. <laughs> so it's like, oh, they're going to have a stupid fucking make a wish. And he's like, nah, <laughs> not right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of, I agree there. Like you're running the scene within the show where he runs over her foot and, and but then when they yell like cut and they're like, why the fuck is this kid in the show? Right. And then it's like, oh, because he saw the fucking Johnny bald. I also they didn't did... initially say that. They just had to end up like saying like, <laughs> well, I also wanted to say, uh, and I almost forgot about this point, but it was meta in the sense that, I mean, it does show you how you can watch a show. 
you can like really be in love with the show and like uh, an actress or an actor, right? Like the way they play a part, you're like, oh my God, they're so kind. Look, like they have to be kind playing this kind person on the show. And then in reality, they might be like the biggest dicks. And this show kind of exposes that a little bit. And it's obvious. It's like an obvious thing because you're acting, you're putting on a face, but it was nice to kind of see it. Also, when when the new uh, the blonde girl, she comes in, you know, she's like fresh kind of off the boat, uh, like fresh out of like acting school or whatever. Or oh, yeah, yeah. Taking yeah. So, her act. This is like her first gig, right? Kinda she's like, she's all about the theory of acting. And yeah, she, they she's all now like, like the best the, practice. What are your intentions? Right. You know, you have like the guideposts, like what are your intentions the who the what the when the where they're like yeah uh, well, well what are we like what are we trying to do and they're like just fucking say the lines yeah <laughs> and it was like, like that uh that like, one actor oh i never uh just memorizes the lines so like, no, i don't do that and she's like when do you prepare i don't he's like what's that <laughs> what's the word prepare mean that's not what we do here it's off the cuff that's baby also it sets the tone for like exactly like it just it's it's also meta in that it's it's direct send up of like yeah these stupid douchey soap opera stars who like almost they like basically read their fucking lines like in the well yeah i mean soap operas correct me if i'm wrong there's a brand new episode every single day yes that's crazy that's that's actually crazy yeah, and they don't even like prepare. They don't have to like memorize anything really. And it makes sense. Like the the acting is terrible. Yeah, it's wooden. It's just they're just like reading cue cards. Like I watch, I watch uh, Johnny Big- Carson style or something. <laughs> well, I watch Big Brother, and at the end of the season of Big Brother, they'll take like the winner or America's favorite of Big Brother, and they'll put them on a soap opera on, on CBS. And that's got to tell you like how easy it is <laughs> to basically be a soap opera star, I guess. I don't know. Like you're just reading a fucking line. No one's expecting you to be perfect. Just read this line. You'll be good. That's what I liked about Gross Point that they kind of showed that a little bit. And I don't, I don't know if it was a, was it a soap opera? It was just like a regular show. It's a soap. It was it a soap? soap? Okay. It's a soap. It's it's a direct send up of like soap operas. Okay, but yeah. So then we saw the second episode, right? Or okay. not the second episode. We saw the but last before, episode. Before, Jeez, there's more, Brandon. Oh, I wait. have more. Oh, wait, <laughs> worst more. scene, dude. I don't know the worst scene. I don't fucking remember. I mean, the worst. You had scene. some. You had some things you didn't like, but you said you touched on before. I don't remember. What did I say, dude? Oh, why are you expecting me to remember? If you well, remember? you remember that I had something to say. I don't. I remember. do remember you had something. You said something you didn't like. Something about the the lead chick or something like that. I can't remember. Whatever you didn't. I don't remember. Like if I don't remember what I said, it probably wasn't a strong enough deterrent for me to be like, "Fuck this show." Yeah, like, I don't no. like. Look, but I mean, there the is week, a worse the week. The week. Look, the weak part of this show is that it's early two thousands, and. A lot of the culture is very early 2000s. And, you know, it's just I was never a huge fan of the two, of like the early 2000s. I was more of a 90s dude. <laughs> like yeah. I, I was a kid in the 90s, but I remember the fucking 90s and the 90s was a shit. Oh, another thing I actually wanted to mention, too. This show came out pre 9-11. Did, yeah. Pre 9-11. And I feel like 
pre 9-11, you were allowed to kind of joke around about some shit that after 9-11, it was hard to joke around about some shit. What I'm what I'm getting at is like, uh, well, you have that guy who's who's gay. He's closeted and uh, they kind of joke around about it in the first episode. And and um, I feel like post 9-11, that's not that's not something that lasts. You're not actually doing that anymore. We are in a way more sensitive time now that you just don't do that. You're not making fun of the person who's closeted. If anything, you're embracing that and you're you're trying to dive deeper into their story. I was wondering, like, at the end of the first season, like, I don't know if they went, they, like, the show aired after 9-11, like, that season, if it, if it kind of went through. I don't think so. But I was wondering that it, maybe it didn't. And when it was time to renew, renewals probably, like, after 9-11. And they were like, is this something that we want to continue? Like, does this fly... And this is a good segue to get into the last episode. Really? Now? (laughs) Yeah. I felt that I didn't think it ended when it was supposed to end. The first season. No, no, of course it didn't, dude. It was like obvious that they wanted to keep going. I don't think, like, I think they filmed more episodes is what I think. I would actually see. I'm curious. I would love to know if that's the like, if is that true? If that's true, how release, many, uh, release the no, tapes. There's no, there's release no release the tapes. There's no. Yeah. Release the tapes. Just fucking there's, release it, man. There's no. Hold on. But why, why do we? I know hold on. Why do we want to know, there. Brandon? Why do we want more? Let's go to this to the last episode. Why do we want more? We what want happened more in the last because episode? It ended on a sort of cliffhangery thing that didn't seem just. Okay, so it wasn't really a cliff- the, the lead. It wasn't like a cliffhanger leading into a second season. It was like just like the next episode stopped. Yeah, like there needs to be a next episode. Like so there was, and most shows there was only seventeen episodes. No, no show ends with so they don't get a seventeen episode air. It's like sixteen or or twenty or. 30 or something like that so let's talk about it this the last episode we have that actress the one that uh got her foot run over the one that rejected the make-a-wish kid you have this actress getting engaged to rock and roll royalty it's the some dude and it's fucking her co-star Weasel zappa is that i don't know is that who that is dweezel zappa yeah you know, i don't know frank zappa Frank oh, is Zappa? he? Is he? Is he? Oh, I know it's, Frank. That, that's a son. It's a kid. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> they yeah, made him. That's... They made him like a like a a golf guy, a guy yeah. who's trying to fucking you know start up his golf career. Anyway, so she's marrying this tool pretty much, Zappa's kid who wants to become a professional golfer, and so you have her friends. It's hilarious. Well, you have her friends now, like that that blonde, the new actress that comes in in the first episode. She's now part of the friend group. They're all friends now. And also that kid, the one that was like the stand-in for the lead actor, we find out that that he, this, this, this lead-in actor, he also dated this kind of, you know, asshole actress who ran over or got run over by the Make-A-Wish kid. So there's a lot that's been going on this season, clearly. But there's we find a out a lot. But we find out that no one likes this idea of her getting married to this guy is, is just abrupt. And it's also weird because she gets engaged in that episode and she also gets married in that episode. 
Yeah. Well, she gets married <laughs> literally like they get engaged and then married like two days later. Though. That's a that's like a 2000s thing, dude. That's a that that, is a 2000. That's a 2000s. I'm watching like, what the fuck is going on? This is this makes no sense. This would never happen now. Right. But on that's shows kind of the shows. joke, though. I know, but it annoyed the fucking shit out of but me. That's it's supposed to annoy you. I, yeah, I get it, but it it worked because I was just like, "This is this is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> this is so stupid." Uh, of course they're pissed at you. Of course they are. You idiot! You're marrying him after. Was it like the same day they got engaged and they got no, married the same day? Like, it was like the next day. No, oh. they got like engaged like thursday night and then got married saturday (laughs) yeah and like everyone uh showed up i guess because two days is enough time and enough notice to uh you know prepare for someone's well they're not wedding or whatever doing anything well no it wasn't no they had people they had people there they did but it was kind of like where she was like oh when's the wedding she's like saturday and she's like saturday what this saturday like tomorrow yeah hey you dumb bitch like don't you get it it's a saturday wedding what you needed more time you needed what a a month (laughs) you idiot it's like what idiot i'm getting married because so stupid so dumb it's the type of like impulsive decisions that those actors make that's it's a send-up of it all so what happens before that okay so there's another girl that we didn't talk about in the first episode this one girl who was very insecure in herself, who, who was well, also we did talk about her. Did we? Said, she was she was insecure. Yeah, I said it was the girl that comes in. And she's like, oh, I want it. And she wants to be liked by everyone. She says she's going to help the girl look for a Oh, yeah, that's true. So we kind of talk about it. By the way, that girl is big red on Bring It On with Chris and Dunst. Oh, yes. That's yes. big red. So I so seeing her was fucking awesome. Big but, red. But anyway, so you have her have a makeout scene with the stand-in guy. And there there are like sparks for her. She's like, oh my God, he's the one. He's fucking amazing. And then, you know, she kind of lets the blonde, the new actress, she lets her know like, hey, I think I'm, I think I like this guy. And she's like, oh, the guy that used to date the girl that's getting married. She's like, yeah, is that weird? She's like, no, it's not weird. You go fucking go after him. Go, go do it. Go, you gotta go. And then this guy, he also digs her, right? Because so I think she asks him to uh, be her yeah, date because they kissed on set, right? That she's like, okay, let's continue but this. In, I kind of like, like in the show, in the show, in the show that the, the show is about, they do a spin the bottle scene and uh, they end up kissing. Oh, and he's and, and he stutters like he's like he plays a stutter, the stand in plays a stuttering character, which is yeah. like also fucking ridiculous it's ridiculous and then he gets like uh, well he like practices his stuttering do you remember that he, he's like is it good is my stuttering yeah. good <laughs> yeah. it's fucking ridiculous yeah so anyway the spin the bottle scene and the show within the show and then oh my god i like this guy oh my god i like this girl. whatever so she decides i want to take this guy to the wedding i want, I want him to be my date and that's the idea. That's where it kind of goes from there. Oh, also making an appearance is Jesse from uh, Saved by the Bell. I forgot the chick's name. I forgot her name. I don't know. She was in Saved by the Bell and and uh, she actually plays herself. She's like, oh, you know, you want someone from Saved. Anyway, so like the oh, the asshole a, actress, 
the asshole actress who gets her foot run over in the first episode, she apparently pays Jesse from Saved by the Bell to be at her wedding and be her bridesmaid. Do you remember that? Yes. You have the stand-in guy drive Jesse to the Elizabeth wedding. Elizabeth Berkeley. Elizabeth Berkeley. I like Jesse more. Like no one knows her by Elizabeth. Oh, Elizabeth least, Berkeley. I don't know her. So showgirls. Oh, never saw that. Oh, never. Surprisingly, it looks bad. It is bad. It looks it's really so, bad. So bad. I think I've purposely avoided. She's so hot. It. Oh my gosh. So yeah. So you have the stand-in dude drive with Elizabeth Berkeley. You know Jesse. And, uh, you know, surprise, surprise, Elizabeth Berkeley, Jesse from Saved by the Bell. She's kind of uh, an asshole. And he decides, you know, fuck it. <laughs> get out of my car. I'm going to get yeah, here. I'm going yeah, yeah, yeah. to go there. My No, was it him that drove? It wasn't the stand in, was it? No, it was not. No, it was some other dude. It was the it was a lead guy. I think it was Johnny. I don't know. Yeah, yeah Johnny. It was a lead guy. But anyway, so you have now the stand in, though who kind of eavesdrops on the guy that's marrying the chick and he's eavesdrops on Dweezil Zappa. Z- yeah. I'm going to call him Zappa's kid. Zappa's kid basically says, Hey, can't wait to marry her. And then my, my golf career is going to take off and I'm just going to use her. Basically that's the conversation and the stand in and take her for her money and take her for her money. And the stand in dudes like, Oh my God, I'm conflicted. Which, because why would the Zappa like your Zappa's kids? Why do you, why do you need to take someone else for their money? Very strange. I guess, I guess the inheritance, the inheritance money wasn't kicking in yet. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, like well, does he Zappa, have inheritance I mean, money? Zappa's I don't even know like if he has weird, inheritance money. Did, did Zappa really have that much money? I don't think so. That's probably why he did what he yeah. did. Little uh, mini Zappa. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to marry into, into soap opera money. Soap money. Soap money. But this standard, he's now conflicted. He's like, do I tell this girl who I used to date? And he decides I want to be a good man. I want to, I don't want to be a toxic male who's going to hold toxic, masculine. You know, withhold information. I'm going to go to her. I'm going to try to be a friend. I'm going to let her know. Hey, hey, you, you. <sighs> Something's going to happen. This guy's a piece of shit. He's using you. And she takes it the wrong way she's like oh he clearly is in love with me because you know she's really full of herself and uh, she think, kicks him out i don't think no i think she just i don't think she necessarily was like oh you're still in love with me he kind of makes that clear no but dude no she's like so blind she's i don't she's, think yeah i think she's not blind in that way i think she's like you're trying no she's like you're trying to ruin says, my man. happiness she takes it that way you're trying to ruin my happiness because you're still pissed off that I left you or whatever. Like the bitter X route. Like uh, you don't want me to be happy because I left you and you're not happy and fuck you. Yes. Okay. Oh, because, okay. So what happened was she decided to be a bitch to the other chick, the insecure chick. She's like, hey, because of you, you invited him. He told me that he's still in love with me and all this bullshit. And that's well, kind of. No, she then she. She was doing that because she she thought he was trying to ruin her happiness. And then she saw that they had a thing. So then she well, made that's what I mean. She was jealous. Yeah. yeah, she was judged like, fuck this guy. Not only did he try to ruin my happiness, I'm going to try to ruin his happiness and yeah. her happiness. Yeah. And then the show kind of ends. Yeah. It just that's it. That's where it, that's where it it's stopped. like. No. And it's like, no, they have to correct that. They have to like. I texted you. Remember that shit? I texted you immediately. Like, yeah. this is bullshit. Yeah, that was bullshit. I need, I need more. Yeah, I need what, what more. What the actual, what the actual fuck, Brandon? 
you gotta know that that's not how it went down. She do they get, get together? Does a stand-in reach happiness? I feel like they do get together, but I feel like there's the obligatory. She's seeing. She starts seeing someone else, and yeah, yeah, like they, uh, like they, uh, yeah, they try, and they don't get together until like season five through the second. No, season five. Season, yeah, no, yes, no, no, season yes. five. It'll be You're season right. five. Yeah, yes. it's like always season fucking five. Look, dude, it's like uh, Ross and Rachel, right? How long does it take for them to finally get together? The final fucking episode. Yeah. <laughs> right. So this was a love that was not meant to be immediately. And unfortunately, Brandon and I wanted to, uh, I guess, pull the eyelids off of our faces because we wanted to keep watching. We didn't want this to be over. We felt I felt like I was in a relationship and I thought it was going well, really well, actually. And uh, I just got the carpet pulled out from under me. I got ghosted. I got ghosted and I don't know what to do anymore with myself. And if I was, I'm going to, you know, I'm just going quickly to the rating. If I was to rate this episode, I give it an eight because I am at, you know, fuck it, an 8.5 because I'm really engaged. I want to know what's going to happen and I'm angry and uh, it's not fair. It's really not fair. Brandon, what do you, what do you say about You know what? I am going to be completely at its mercy and give it a 10. Fuck you. 10. Stop. Don't do that. Why did I think you're going to give it a 10? It's not a 10. You're going to give it a 10. It's not a 10, but it is a 10 because I'm completely at its mercy and I fucking want more so badly. Fine. fine, fine. I don't think it's worth a 10 overall, but that justifies (laughs) it being a 10. That gives it, I would say it's like an eight or a nine. And then that gives it the extra edge because of the way they ended it yeah it's like it's like the it's like oh are you just trying to be like a like an asshole to the people that like they canceled it unfairly you're like you know fuck you 10 you guys could have had you guys could have had even more tens and you guys just threw that away kind of yeah but also it's like the it's like i don't know like bobby lee or something you know he's kind of he's an ugly little He's like a five or a four, kind of, <laughs> but then his personality and that he's funny. You think he's shit. ugly? I don't think he's ugly. Yeah, he kind of. Well, his personality and shit <laughs> yeah, makes yeah. I think he's not the most physically attractive. He's uh, he's short, you know. I don't know. I, I I like the. I think if I was a chick, I'd probably give him like a date. I give him a date. Really? No. Yeah, because his person Bobby Lee. His person, no, because his personality like, is fucking. Bro- that's I what love, I mean. His I personality. personality makes yeah, but that's what like I mean. When I'm seven. well, that's attraction. That's to what me. I'm saying. That's attraction to me, though. I mean, I mean raw, like just looks. just looks. If we're just talking about looks, he's yeah. like a three. Yeah, <laughs> and he gets but up his personality. To like a seven. But his personality is a fucking ten to me. You know, like it's so yes. great. And that's this episode. It's looks like just the thing is like. Uh, Ew. <laughs> an, an, an eight, like it's it's uh, it's like an eight, probably a low eight. But then, it's well, no, elevated me, based off it being the last episode and how much I want more. It's an eight. I'll give it an, an eight point five and maybe a nine because again, I'm angry. Like it's the anger that it's put that's pushing it to the nine. Yeah, that's what's happening. The fact, it it's, gives me that. It's fueling makes me. Be like you are a 10 because i want more and i so hold on so like if someone ghosts you brandon does that also does that elevate their number for you are you like okay you're a six but because you ghosted me you're a seven now yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah it fucking does is that what is that how it works that's how it works for me 
I'm not overly happy about it. You're like, that's fuck. Oh my God. That's so attractive. You just, you just ditched me. Yeah. That's, you just ditched me. What oh the my fuck? God. I wasn't done with you. Why the fuck do Holy I want shit. you? Holy shit. You know, dude, this girl just like kind of, she was like, stop talking to me. And I'm like, I have not stopped thinking about her since. And I was like, how would you want the person that ghosted you? How would you want them to end it officially with you? I eventually made them do it. What does that mean? You eventually made them do it. Did you track them down? Like, what the fuck? No, I like uh, <laughs> I made uh, them do it. I had them on cornered uh, um, in an alleyway. We just they just ghosted me, but they didn't like block me on everything. So did you like reach out to them on every media possible? No, just was, it was like WhatsApp or something. Well, I found out, okay, so I was seeing this chick in college, and then I was like, it was the end of the year, and we were both living in residence, and I was like, okay, this is going to get a lot more difficult that we don't literally live next door to each other. If this is it, let's just say this is it, okay? Let's make it easy right now. We're here. It's the last day. We're moving out. Easy right now. Just say this is it. We'll enjoy the last of our time together and then fucking go our separate ways. I'm I've accepted. I'm willing to accept that. And the bittersweet fucking ending. And then she's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, but I kind of think it fucking is. I don't want it to be, but I'm kind of getting a bit of a like. This is before she ghosted you? Yes. Okay. This is when like I'm talking to her in person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, the writing's kind of on the wall here. Like, I know you're going to go back home. I'm going back home. We're like, I don't know, like hours apart and, and you don't see, I see where this is headed and, and the writing's on the wall. Like it's, this is what it is. Yeah. But then she's like, no, no. And then, so she felt like, guilty. Yeah. And I was like, but I'm the one saying this, like I'm saying it's fine. Right. She didn't want it's you not, to be, it's, she it's didn't really, want you to be the ender. She didn't want you to end it. That's what. It, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. And then, so, yeah. so then. So then I'm like, okay, all right. I was like, I, I liked her a lot. But like, I was like, I just rot. Like, I need my sp- feelings to be spared here. Like, come on, let's just, we're done and I can be fine. And, and then, yeah, like fuck. free Willie, just let me go. Yeah, just let me go. Uh, and she's like, no, no. Uh, so then, yeah. So then, anyways, we moved back to our houses and we were talking for a little bit at the beginning of the summer. And then she came to my house and we hung out and then she, I guess she was tired from work. So she like passed out and I just let her sleep. I was like, you know, someone's tired. You let them sleep. It's usually the way it goes. And then, so she like, I don't know, was like all upset about that. Like the next morning. And I'm like, I didn't fucking tell you to fall asleep. What the fuck? (laughs) Like, uh, so then she hugged me and left and I was like, that was that, that was, was a it. goodbye. That was that a was it. That was it. You felt it. You're like, this is that, that was basically the ending of this of this book, this chapter. Yeah. I was like, that that was it. But then no, then she's fucking texting me after and going, Oh, thanks. I had a good time. Uh, God sorry. damn it. She sorry that I felt go. sorry that I fell asleep. Da, da, da. How like, does she spell sorry? Fuck. Normally. Like, it wasn't so S- why. It wasn't S O W R E. No, that's the dumb, stupid. <laughs> oh, way. <laughs> sorry. I mean, dude, the Canadian, sorry. the Canadian way, dude. It's sorry. I love it. 
Go ahead, Theo. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, so then, and then, she's and trying then, to be cute. And then well, she just, can't be cute with you. She just spell it out. Sorry. Come on, dude. Maybe she's trying to be cute yeah, with you. And then, and then, uh, so that was like the day after, like by the next day, stopped fucking hearing from her. Yeah. And, that was pretty much it. And okay, uh, okay. So, like, what? And then two months. Okay. Like, like a couple months later. No, I don't want to say a couple months later. Maybe. Yeah, it was. Let's say it was. This was like, I don't know, when does school end? Like May or some shit? College ends in like May. And then, so yeah, she came probably like the first week of June is when she like started ghosting me. And then this was like, I guess like end of July, beginning of August. One of my uh, friends from college, he he was having a, a birthday party. And so he invited me. He also invited uh, my dorm neighbor, who me and this girl both used to hang out with. And so I found out that she had invited him to the beach the next day. Is that like, is that, does that mean something? Kind of. Yeah. Like she was just, you can't go to to the beach with your friend. No, she was like, he was like, oh, I, he was taking it as, as like a romantic like a date like a, thing. A, yeah. And I think, I don't know. And I was like, no, she's like, she's just going to like use you. Like she did me. Oh, you know, like, the insecurity came out. Yeah. I was like, you're gonna like, well, you start, like, pro- you start projecting what happened to you onto him. You're like, oh, this is going to happen for sure. Well, No, you. he asked it, He's like, is it worth it? Like, is she like, That's I kind of heard from question. her out of, I kind of heard from her out of the blue. And he like, asked he was you like, if it was worth it. Yeah. You should have said no. I did say no. And then he was like, well, she's a girl and you're a guy and I, I, I'm not going to fuck you. So no, this dude is like, he was, no, this is a bisexual dude. And he was already like, oh, so a, he could have fucked you in a, like an open relationship. Oh, okay. So he, he could have done you and her. Yeah, he could have. He probably would have. I don't know if she was into it, but it, I, was not it. He was, he's like a grizzly kind of man. Wait, if she was into it, would you be into it too? Uh, not from him, <laughs> not my type. I gotta be honest. Can't be grizzly, is, uh, is what Brandon is saying. Can't be grizzly. Hey, everyone listening out there, uh, listen, uh, Brandon will go by as long as you are I'm not a bear. Not a bear, just don't be a bear. Don't be a bear, be a naked mole rat. Be a naked mole rat, or even apparently be a weasel. Be a be a, be a weasel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, so I found okay. that out. Did you and like, I was like, I was yeah. like, I, I I was like liquored up, and I was like, because he told me this at the end. Wait, of the you night. liquored? You liquored up? No, I was like drunk. I'm fucking with I was you. Liquored up. You know? This is me just being corny as shit. Yeah. Oh okay. god. Yeah. Why don't you go back to the 2000s yourself? <laughs> god. That this is what happens when you watch 2000s shows. You become a <laughs> 2000s product. Okay. So you're drunk as fuck, and you decide. Wait. Don't tell me. You decide to drunk text her. Yes. <laughs> or not drunk till I got not till I got home, and I was like. Right, because you gotta you won't you can only drunk test drunk text from the comfort of your own couch. Yes. Well, you don't want to be like getting emotional too emo. You want to keep your emotions as best in check when you are drunk and on a fucking train. So you know what I would the train. Do you know what I would have probably said 
to her if I was drunk. I would have said to her, hey, if he does end up going on a date with you, he told me that he's only doing it to fuck me, actually. So he's using you. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> so, that would have been amazing. Because I that feel like I would say that, that would have now. been more that would have been more interesting, I think. And then she would she would probably thought twice about it. Like, wait, what? Right. <laughs> wait, okay. I'm yeah. not the prize here. Well, you're the prize. Wait, are you are you warning me that you're the pri- that would fuck me up, man? Yeah. Right. Yeah. This no, this guy didn't even know that we were like uh, a thing. Like Romantical. Yeah, that guy didn't know. So then I was like, dude, like we were like a thing like that that entire time. And he's like, what? So like, what? What the fuck is she? Why is she? And I was like, dude, because she's that's what she does. I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? That's what she does. Like, she, don't say that's what she does. It's what she is doing. Not what she it's, it's not like she's doing this like all the time. To yeah, you and your friends. Of, uh, yeah. To she, all your friends? She set up uh, all your guy friends? No. She well That's what no, it means. If you say if you say that's what she does, to me it's like oh, did find she out hits up all of my guy she, friends. She kinda does, as I found out. Fucking really? Yeah. She's trying to get back at you, maybe, because you didn't wake her up. Apparently. <laughs> that's what happened. No, she didn't like I don't mean she did that, but she was like Ah, that's getting into something. Ah, fine, I'll go there. So she basically, like, she... I had a thing with her, sort of. Like, we hadn't, like, done... We didn't, like... We weren't dating or anything. We didn't sleep together or anything like that. But we were sort of, like... There's a mutual kind of interest. And then, I don't know. I did something she didn't like or something. She, She was trying to get back at me for something. And she, like, I don't know, like, got with some other dude or some shit. And I was like... Okay, see you later. And then I ended up reconciling with her like months later. And then, and then. Wait, so you guys weren't dating. She basically hooked up with another dude and then you got pissed off because of that. Well, I was like, I don't want to, (laughs) I'm not going to date you knowing that you could potentially do that and just cause me more, even more hurt. So, wait, so she knew that you were into her. Yeah. And she, but she made a decision and she dated someone that you knew, or she hooked up with someone that you knew, but not really someone I knew. Just someone. Well, yeah, kind of someone I knew, someone I didn't like, like someone I, she knew I didn't like. All right. I mean, look, look, I I will say this. I think she could do whatever the fuck she wants. She owes you nothing. And she owes the other dude nothing. I think that by doing that though, if she was targeting someone that you didn't like that you specified, I I feel like she was trolling you. I don't know. But, she was trolling me. I don't but, know why she. But she can do that, and she if can anything, absolutely do. But that. if anything, that's a red flag, and maybe it was a red flag, and then and maybe and that's then, when you say, "Hey, you know what? Uh, that's not what I want." You know I what? did you know. say that, and then this, but you reconciled. Reconciled like months. Well, that's fucking stupid. It was stupid in the moment. Fool me and once. I did pay for it. Yeah, yeah. dude, you you can't do that. Yeah, so kind of seems like it kind of seems like you you sowed the seeds of of uh, of your own demise. I a little bit. I did. Kind of sounds like a tendency to hurt sabotage yourself. I have a tendency to sabotage myself. You took a pen and you drew a dick on your forehead. I have a tendency to do that. And you you were just like, no one's gonna notice. You're like, no one's gonna notice this dick on my forehead. No one's gonna see it. 
but everyone could see the dick on your forehead slowly now now like recently you started realizing that it's probably not a good idea to draw dicks on your forehead well no i always kind of knew it wasn't a good idea it just couldn't seem to help it i mean i get it i mean you saw super bad you had that the the Jonah Hill character just he loved drawing dicks. Yeah, I just loved drawing dicks, and I didn't understand why I couldn't stop sabotaging myself. And I realized that uh, it's uh, because I didn't like myself. <laughs> but you're but no longer now. I think but no that longer now. It was no like, more. Why not like yourself? Like the fuck? How is anybody supposed to like you if you don't like yourself? Facts, man. Fucking facts. Okay. Anyway, can, so yes. So, what I meant is that getting to the fast, well, this is a long story short, the short story long. So anyways, yeah, I found out that, that this was like, obviously after like the sec- we reconciled and then we were dating and then she ghosted me after the end of college. And then she was with that guy at the, par- at the birthday party. And he's like, yo, I'm going to the beach tomorrow with her. Whatever is this a good idea or whatever. Because uh, I haven't heard from her. I just heard from her on the blue. Like, and I was like, no, stay the fuck away. Like, I mean, do what uh, he asked me. So I said, stay the fuck away. And then I explained why I said that. I'm just and trying I, to, okay, I'm just trying to understand right now. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the part where you drunk text her. I drunk text her. And did, her. She, did she reply to you? Yes. Well, for, next, first of all, what do you say? In the text, uh, I can't exactly remember. It was okay. Very, you know, just give me like a ballpark. Uh, I said, sentence. "Why are you like? Why the why the fuck do you think it's it's like it's like okay to date this dude?" Was my friend? No, I was like, "Why do you think it's okay that you just stop talking to me for two months and then I go here and you're at now like talking to this dude that I was friends with? Like, what do you? What is going? Like, is this?" What does she say? Is this some sort of coincidence? Like, yeah. What, what is she responds to you? Yeah, she responds. Oh, oh, it's I, nothing personal. I it's stopped. just business. No, she didn't end up. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. So he's just more hairy, and I like that. <laughs> I like the hair on his back. It's like Wolverine and Bob Hoskins style. But what, what does she say? She said, uh, "Oh, I'm sorry. I I just I stopped feeling the same way." And I was hoping that not talking to you anymore would help you to get over me. Oh, wow. She basically turned it around. She made you look like a pathetic fool. Meanwhile, you're the one that tried to actually end it first. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. So, yes. yeah, you, but I think, dodged a bullet, it seems. I, oh, well, yeah, I guess I did. No, you, it's not, you I guess did. you did. You fucking dodged a bullet. Dude, you're playing with someone that is an emotional saboteur. She oh, is she's she an, is someone that is, you know, fucking with you emotionally. And that's not cool. Yeah, you, well, you shouldn't be doing I that mean, at all. And then I thought about it like throughout the entire time that I was seeing her. And it was always kind of like that. It was also. So there you go, dude. I mean, she had like bipolar, honestly. Well, you you I'm I pretty think sure she that she's bipolar. Well, yeah. you know, you're not a doctor. Neither am I. Hopefully no, like she was. though. She oh, well, hopefully me. she got that she taken care me. of. She Hopefully she got that taken care of, man. But look, bottom line, uh, I think bottom it's line is ghosting does well, not. Okay, but help. it's positive. The story is positive in that you were able to kind of move on because you got closure. I I'll didn't look. really get closure though. You did. Know. What do you mean? 
It what do you made mean? me. She's uh, an emotional saboteur, bro. What else, What more do you need? She's crazy. I understand that. I like crazy chicks. I, <laughs> I understand now, but like. And not crazy. Time, it just and not crazy me. in the sense that like bipolar. I mean, she's just emotionally. She's there. To well, no, she's actually you. crazy. She has like bipolar. Well, I mean, that's that's a condition, dude. That's a condition. And she, I guess she can't help it unless she's on meds. But. Look, uh, my point yeah, is she like and then she is she that something like, that you would have wanted to she be said, around? Oh, that's what she said too. She said, Oh, I didn't feel the same. And you know what? The entire time that we were seeing each other, I was uh, off my meds for bipolar. And I was like, Oh, that's fucking cold. Yeah, I mean, dude, you dodged the bullet. In my opinion, ghosting doesn't solve anything because when she said I was hoping that stopping talking to you would just help you, and I was like, that just made me more like angry and upset and hurt. So now are you saying that maybe confused. her, are you saying now that maybe if she kept up with the ghosting and she didn't return your message, that it would have been better if she didn't return your message? No, it was more it the fact like. that she thought it was okay. But you got just, angrier. I got angrier about the fact that she thought it would, that she decided whatever. Yeah. For, whatever. For whatever me. Reason, yeah. That, Whatever reason it would, that I that it would help me to get over her if she stopped talking to me, like All she right. tried to justify it, but it didn't that. help. That's okay. So you're now you're now you're telling me that it didn't help you at all receive any closure. If anything, it got you angrier. Maybe it's just better just not just well, leave it leave it there. No, because then there's no closure at all. But you didn't yeah. fucking receive any closure yourself, Brandon. I didn't. So what no. the fuck are you talking about? What for me? I guess is that there's also the, the where I mentioned that I tried to break it off, right? And then she clung on just for her to ghost me. Like, she didn't have the courage to do what I already said was okay to do. Look, bottom line is and this. Bottom line, listen, bottom line is this. You got ghosted. I did. It did not help that she reached out to you after you, you reached out to her first. Like, it didn't do anything. It didn't do anything at all. And if had she not responded to you, you probably would have just been however you are now, just or however you were before, just kind of like whatever. This is what happened, and she just kind of did her thing. Yeah, it made me more angry because of the opportunity that was there for her to just say, "Yeah, but that's expectation, Brandon. You, that's your problem. That's what a lot of people's problems are. They have expectations for people, and if you go in." Any kind of thing that you go in, like in terms of relationships and people, when you go in with high expectations, what ends up happening usually is you get fucked. And I think that's that's what I'm trying to get at. Nothing she could have told you, Brandon, would have made you feel any better. Because at the end of the day, you guys aren't together. You guys aren't communicating. And that's that's where it all stems from. You weren't able to get her. So no matter what she would have told you, the fact is you guys aren't together. And so the hurt is still going to remain, you know, there's I, 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 more. That's to... for next episode. That's for next episode, Brandon. Cause I think we're about to like hit three hours, um, but Brandon, <laughs> Listen, I got more. We, we should, will, and we will continue you got, on your you show. Let me wrap it up. Go. No, so we will continue it's quick. It's no, quick. if you guys want to listen to more, if you guys want to listen to more, we're going to have it on Brandon's show, the space cloud. I'm going to forget podcast. You're no, bastard. no, no. I will remind you. This is a great cliffhanger. Hopefully, we don't get canceled. Uh, um, we're gonna get canceled uh, first. <laughs> all right, and last. Brandon. Uh, before we end the show, Brandon, can you please plug your show? 
and let everyone know where we can find the space cloud podcast. All right. Listen, this has been a mega extravaganza episode where it's kind of a show within a show, which we talked about a show within a show, Uh, my show within a show. Because this is kind of like the neighbor. When I come on the neighbors upstairs, it's kind of like Jack comes on my show and it's just a continuation. It's like the next episode. So it's a show. It's like an episodic series, but Space Cloud is almost within the neighbors upstairs and the neighbors upstairs is within Space Cloud. I don't know what that made sense at all, but that's not the point. The point hey, you is said Space it. You said Cloud. it. Look, you said it and it made sense to you. That's all that matters. Yeah. I was talking about the show within the show, like we did uh, the first and last. Yeah, I know what you were saying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I get that. Uh, Where can Space we find Cloud. your show, guy? You can check it out. That's Space Cloud with a big E. Don't ask me why. Big E at the end. Space Cloud, big E at the end. After the D. You can check it out following the neighbors upstairs on Instagram. And then you can see that they follow Space Cloud. And you can now follow Space Cloud on Instagram as well as the neighbors upstairs and go to the link when you follow Space Cloud. The link that is above that in the bio, click it, and that is a link tree to everywhere else that you can find us. Bang. So go check that out. And thank you for listening to the neighbors upstairs. I know this <laughs> was a long one. Make it this far? <laughs> I don't fucking know, but I'm if you if you made it this far, good Did for you. Skip skip. Good for just you. Look, hold on. Just good for you for making it to the to the. If end you made it this far, none of it was worth it until now. <laughs> right. So, if you guys have enjoyed the neighbors upstairs, this entire experience, go ahead and subscribe to the show. I would really appreciate that. And if you want to go and support the show uh, in a financial manner, you can go and do that. Go and buy merch. Go to the neighbors upstairs. Click the buy merch link. Watch the pink stickers. <laughs> Yes. And just, you know, buy yourself the merch that we got up there. I, I particularly love it. I love the stuff that is there now. I wear it and Brandon wears it too. And it's, it's pretty comfortable. It's pretty comfortable. So yeah, subscribe to us. Keep emailing us at teenneighborsu at gmail.com. Pretty much it. Thank you for listening and be safe. <laughs>